Hello, everyone, and welcome to What the Film Core, podcast number 15. I'm your host, James Paul Shepard, and here with me today, we have a few guests. We have Double O Badger. Hello. Josh Redemar. He's not going to say hi. Um, and Danny Gowan. Yo. On this episode, we are talking about the Eternals, talking about film core digital stuff. And as always, we're getting off topic, so let's get into it. everybody doing today pretty good doing, yeah doing well it's another magical day in the neighborhood that's what i'm talking about what about you josh how was your day today yeah, pretty good just running around bought a new grill heck yeah grilling's always fun yeah i picked up that uh the blackstone grill 28 inch it's like a hibachi type deal mm-hmm. it's pretty oh, nice those are definitely nice nice grills uh, anything anything new in the Badger world? No, not really. Just uh, no, no I, nothing at all, really. Not until December second. Uh, Age of Age. Wait, no, is it called Century Age of Ashes? Uh, a game that I'm pretty excited about, but we're still rocking and rolling, man. Still doing our thing. How'd you come up with the name Dolo Badger? So, my middle name is Brock. And the the meaning that what Brock means is a badger, and so growing up, I've always had the name something badger. It used to be Invisible Badger, and I told my wife when I started streaming that I wanted to make something that could be branded upon that, but I wasn't a fan of the invisible part. And I was like, like Agent, and my wife said like Double O Badger, and I was like, I love it, and it, it stuck. So that's pretty so cool. Badger picked it out yeah. for you. Yeah, Mrs. Badger made it, coined it, you know. But I but Badger's always been yeah, like a thing that I do, but yeah. Um yeah. Interesting. I'm glad, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so for for those not watching the video, Double O Badger is the only one wearing a Marvel shirt today on this Marvel podcast talking about oh, yeah. a Marvel movie. Well, I, the only reason I'm not wearing my film core is cuz it's in the laundry right now. So it would have been film core, but I'm not wearing a film core today either. I didn't yeah. didn't get it on. I'm sporting the uh Hot Carl. Check out Hot Carl on uh Facebook streams. Uh good buddy of mine. Um yeah, so some film core digital stuff. I actually shot the little snippet to do the laser effect from this movie that we're talking about today. So that's gonna be coming out on Friday. Um, I might dabble with some of the other effects coming from that movie because they were pretty cool. But uh, besides that, I mean, we're just trying to get back on track, knock out some content, get some things going. So we're gonna we're gonna get into this this topic that we're talking about, and it is the internals. So the internals, it's a saga of these internals. Um, a race of immortal beings who live on Earth and shape its history and civilization. So, yeah, what do what do we got? Who who's in this? Uh, 
was written by Chloe Zhao, uh, Patrick Burley, and Ryan Furpo. I hope I didn't. I think that's Patrick Burley. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, directed by Chloe Zhao, um, Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, Kit Harrington, Richard Madden. Um, I can't remember the guy from Big Sick. I can't remember his name. But yeah, Kamal Nanjiani. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's he was really good in this movie. He's yeah, you know, comic relief type. But um, Gima Gima Chan. Um, she was she's in it. It's, oh, hold on. Yeah. It. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's got some pretty good. Uh, good cast, Lauren, and then yes, Lauren Ridloff. Yes, um, who's in the Walking Dead? Yep. Yeah, she's yeah, awesome. Also got really uh, awesome. Is Gilgamesh? That guy's from the Walking Dead as well, I believe. Huh. Uh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. That, that I did not know. I've never never seen an episode of Walking Dead, so. Uh, <laughs> That's, that's surprising. Can't tell you who's in it. Well, you know what? I made a mistake. He's not Walking Dead. It was Train to Busan, another zombie flick. Oh, oh okay. Gotcha. gotcha. So the critics, given this movie a 47%. They hated it. They hated now, it, man. Now audience, given it an 81%. So here we are with the big span difference. And hopefully Film Core and what the Film Core cast right here can maybe – touch upon that and try to shrink that gap for you guys, whoever hasn't seen it and is really wanting to go see it. Uh, budget of $200,000. What? Which, yeah, $200,000. That's a really low budget. Or, I mean, my bad. Not thousand. <laughs> okay. Million. million. 200 million. Okay. I missed, missed a couple of zeros. I was like, bro, Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, amazing for, for something that low. Um, but okay, I was talking mil. to Danny. Okay. I was talking to Danny earlier because we just did uh, 007 last week, and that was a 250 million dollar budget. So 50 to 50 million more, and a less par movie. I don't. You have to check out the podcast from last week on to get our review on that. Um, but opening weekend. Worldwide gross is sixty nine million dollars. So three days. I think it, it might be a little more than that because I pulled that number um, early on Sunday. So so it should it should be more because Sunday's over now. But I mean it's it's on a good pace. Good pace for catching up to that two hundred million. Maybe um, we'll we'll see on that because those critics really tore it up on this movie. So we're going to start off with Double O Badger on what he thinks about this movie. Because so, I think he was the first one to s- – you saw it Thursday? I saw it, fr- I saw it Friday. Okay, mm-hmm. so Josh saw it first, but he did not want to go first today. So <laughs> we're going we're gonna to let Double O tell us what he thought about this movie. So before we do, it uh, looks like at Global Box Office, as of like seven hours ago, is 162 mil. Okay, so it's at 162 so, million already. Right. Dang. Um, that's a yeah. I mean, that's pretty decent. Well, almost. I mean, considering I pulled the uh, 69 million earlier this morning, so they made a hundred million dollars today. Right. Yeah. We're yeah. I um. So like, I didn't read. I have never read any Eternals books. Um, my friend Marcus is pretty familiar with them, and um, he really likes the the comic series. I I haven't read a single Eternals book. Um. 
so I don't know anything. So I, I honestly, I was kind of excited. Like the same thing with uh, Shang Chi, man. Like I, you know, I was like, I didn't read any Shang Chi comics. I, I'm really excited to go see a story that like I don't really know that much about. And um, uh, the visuals, I mean, super freaking stunning. I loved the the artwork in it. And um, if you're, you know, like from the older comics with Jack Kirby's illustrations, his space stuff, like with like designs, like circles and really kind of like, um, I don't know, alien looking symbols, definitely hugely influenced like the design in, in everything in their, in their like armor and their weapons and technology, which I really like that. I thought that was a really cool touch. And I mean, there's no way if they were like, if they said, oh, we didn't really mean to do that, I'd say bull. Like, that's definitely Jack Kirby style. Like, it, it, so I really liked that. Um, I liked the cast. I mean, I feel like the acting was really, really good in it. Um, I think overall, it definitely is worth a watch. I think it's a really good movie. Um, the one like negative thing that I have to say about it is that it is a ton of story that it crams in. It tries to cram in like a lot, a lot. Like when the movie started and there's a little epilogue that you read, I was like, oh, dang, they don't even have enough time to make this a scene. They just oh, got to like, yeah. this is what's going on. Catch up, you know, like and so and I kind of liked that because that's never we've never had a Marvel movie have to literally do that for us it, it was just like i can't even put remember some, what it said it was put just some star wars touch in there exactly yeah i mean yeah you're you're right much shorter of course oh, it's yeah. just like a paragraph oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not a but yeah a little bit you know um yeah. but i really oh. liked it i right yeah i i really liked i'll tell you man i thought i was kind of like man angelina jolie that's crazy that she's in this movie and i feel like her character was amazing i really like the development and her scene her act she is just she is um, she's really good. She's really good at her job. And uh, I, I feel like overall, I lean more with the audience. I feel like it was, I would probably give it about an 80. I, I really liked it. I, though I will say that even though it crammed a lot of story in, I was captured like instantly in the story. Like I wanted to know, there's a few scenes at the beginning where I was like, okay, this is a little rocky. And I didn't like how quickly the deviants started attacking. We didn't get really yeah. much time to, but I don't think they had a choice. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think they had a choice. It, uh, it definitely kept the movie rolling in the beginning real quickly into the, the main story. So overall, I really liked it, man. I, I thought it was really good, but of course, I'm, of course, I'm, 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 I don't know. Like I said, <laughs> negative thing would be that it just crammed so much story in. Um, and I, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. All right, uh, let's let's uh, let's let's hear what Danny has to say about the uh, the Eternals. What do you think, Danny? What what are your opinions, thoughts? Uh, <clears throat> my thoughts are, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, visuals were fun. Uh, I love Sprite's character. Yeah, just because you know she's just like everyone <laughs> she's relatable yeah yeah very uh she actually felt the most human out of all the eternals um the the one thing i have to do every time i go into a marvel movie is suspend my knowledge of the comics and 
that's just because, you know, there is so much lore and story in the comics that it's just not feasible for them to bring out everything from the comic into the movie. You know? So, going in, totally suspended everything I knew and just enjoyed it. And it was a very enjoyable movie. Uh, I, I don't really think I have anything negative to say about it. Uh, so, so, so you liked it. You, you, you're on the, what would you give it percentage wise? Are you on the critic side or the audience side? I'm never on the critic side. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, why said, do you think that they, why do you think that they didn't like it? The critic? Right. Who knows? I mean, they've, they've, they tear everything apart. The critics have said about really great movies, some of the worst things ever, and some of the worst movies ever, they've given them rave reviews. Exactly. So, I, you know, I'm like, I, I can't follow the critic at all, and I don't pay attention to the critics, really. Um, most of the time, I go by word of mouth. You know, if someone mm -hmm. says, oh, yeah, this is good. This is good. I'll give it a shot. If a critic says this is good, I'm like, I got to find someone to ask. James? Yeah. James, was this a good movie? <laughs> See, the thing is, you, we talk about the critics, and we, we, we're so hard on them, but we are literally sitting here being critics um, <laughs> on the movie. That's, that's literally what our podcast is. We're, we're critics on the movie. Uh, but yeah, but we're not paid to go watch a movie. Not we, yet. <laughs> no, I mean critics—they get paid by the you know film studios and stuff oh, to yeah. go see the movie. I mean, sure, we could get you know sponsors and stuff by talking about the movies, but the film studios aren't going to come to us and be like, "Go watch our movie and tell everyone you loved it." Yeah. No, I'll go with that attitude. Well. Well, just to let everybody know that's listening and watching, Filmcore Digital will never take money to say a movie's good. You will always get 100% truth here on this channel um, about any film, product, anything we do. We won't ever take a bribe for good reviews. Um, with that being said, if you guys want your movie reviewed, go ahead and give us a Send us an email. Yeah, <laughs> check out our Patreon. Okay. Yeah, we will. We'll. Uh, go over wink, 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 wink. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Buy me a coffee. Yep. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I have a. I have it actually set up at uh, buymeacoffee.com or whatever. But I have mine set up to buy me a movie, or rent me a movie or something because I don't drink coffee. I can't stand the taste of it. We are finally to the man that did not want to start talking about this film, and now he's got to start talking about the film. Josh Redemar, what do you think about this film? So, going into The Eternals, I honestly knew nothing. It's, uh, it's one of the, like those Marvel films that just literally came out of nowhere, and I didn't care enough to do my history on it. Uh, I, at first, I just looked at it, I saw the commercial, my brother's all hyping it up, saying, oh my god, this movie's crazy. And I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know any of those characters. But, um, you know, going into the theater, again, not knowing anything, 
Uh, I think that's what allowed me to enjoy it. You know, I didn't have any initial bias towards any of the characters. Uh, I thought the storyline was decent. Um, like Badger said, it did feel like they tried to fit a lot of story into a short time slot. Um, I honestly feel with the amount of background that they gave it, it should have been easily twice as long uh, just to get all that out there at a smoother mm-hmm. pace as opposed to feeling it's like all that bombardment. Um, as far as the acting was concerned, I was just happy to see Angelina Jolie back on the scene. Um, I felt that her character, Athena, was probably the most badass character in there besides Icarus. Mm. And I just want to say, Icarus's character in this movie, uh, kind of reminiscent of um, the, the, the guy that's kind of like a Superman knockoff from The Boys. I don't know if you remember that. Homelander? Uh, oh, Homelander. Yeah, uh, yeah. which was pretty good. Um, but I felt like his character was kind of like that guy. Yep. And um, where it's like he seems like the greatest superhero up front, and then on the back end, he's like almost the villain. Whereas right. the, guy, the boys actually is a villain. So, yeah. I mean, overall, I'm going to say I'm agreeing with the, you know, not the critics, but, you know, the fans and all that. Um, that it was, it was a decent film, not in my top films for Marvel, but still a decent film. Um, I enjoyed it, you know. I enjoyed it as a work of art, not necessarily a, the, the everyday nerd. But as yeah, a, right. a work of art, I did enjoy the film. I should have oh. put the caveat on that. Uh, I haven't read the Eternals. Uh, I just know some of the history of the Eternals. So, yeah, I know a few things. Like I knew that uh, they did a gender swap on uh, Ajax. Ajax was a male. I believe. Yeah, there was three characters and, they did a swap on. But you know what? My wife and I were talking, and we kind of thought that, that was appropriate because Ajax's character was very maternal. You know, yeah. like the way it was written is definitely written to be. You know, I don't know. I've never read. It makes me want to read the comics, though. It really does. It's gonna be real confusing when you read the comics and you see a man instead of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I, and yeah, there's a couple things that, like, um. I don't know. I can't. I can't remember. Uh, there's another thing. I thought one of them had like a big dog or something, but I could be thinking of a different character. No, you're uh, thinking of the uh, Inhuman. Yeah, the yeah. Inhumans. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. They yes. A, yeah. A show sure. on that. And, and that's Lockjaw. One thing yep. I found really interesting about the film, um, you know, going back to how they were like pretty much molding the way the world turned out. When you think back of the character played by uh, Ma Dong Siok, the guy from Train of Busan, uh, who played Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh? I mean, if I'm not mistaken, the Book of Gilgamesh is probably one of the oldest books the world knows of, you know, besides right. the Bible. So right. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. It was like, all right, so they, they picked a, a character from world history and really made it like a, a thing. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what they did with uh, Athena. Yeah, that's what, that, well, that's, she was, she that's what was, all the characters are. Yeah. Because yeah. Athena was Athena from Greek mythology, and uh, Icarus. I mean, they even threw that in there. You know, the yeah, boy yeah. who flew too close to the sun. Yeah, yeah. the sprite told, made that story up as an illusion, and like told yeah. them, like, could you imagine the humans, like these pr- primitive humans, and they're like, you know, they they start seeing these beasts, and then these crazy strong people that are just like, we killed them. Now we're gonna help you. They're like okay, yeah, please, like, you know, it's pretty cool, like, of course they would, like, think they were gods, you know what I mean, and, yeah, um, it did, and, go ahead. 
they they, they pretty much were like yeah. uh, the 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 um, Fastos is basically mm -hmm. a Festus, you know, from the, the Greek mythology, and he was cre creating and tinkering the entire movie, and it's like the same way they uh, they tried to relate it to Greek mythology and where um, creations by Festus were what you know caused wars and led up to everything, and it was all like um, like it was never his intention, but all his stuff became utilities for war. Right. Way, like you know, he created a bomb, and like you see that like. Like, oh my god, what have I done? It's like, man's not worth saving anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to, uh, I guess I have to be the the oddball out here. I knew it. I feel, I knew I feel like, it. I feel I like, it. I feel like that's a, a theme for us um, on here on a lot of things. Um, Just saying, before you take the side of the critic, what did you think about Batman v Superman? If you gave it a 10 out of 10, then you get to be a critic. Worst movie ever. Okay, there we go. Worst movie okay, ever. I mean, I mean, check. Just I'm, check just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Martha, that's all we got. We'll leave it there. <laughs> but um, I, I definitely went into this movie not knowing anything about Eternals at all. Never read a comic, never even saw them on a comic. Um, I might have never paid attention to it. So I really didn't have any like super expectations going into this movie. So we'll leave that there. No super expectations. I wasn't like, oh, my God, it's a Marvel movie. It's going to be amazing because, I mean, we, we've seen un, unamazing Marvel movies. But so this movie had the potential to be an amazing, amazing movie, and it definitely wasn't. It was not – It was, okay, so – to expand on what you guys were talking about, the whole cramming everything in, I feel like they should have took a a origin story movie and made it from all those backstories and did a whole thing of them follow like first learning about the deviants and like did a separate movie and then did a sequel into this this movie that they're in because because really that was one thing that took me away from this movie is the back and forth doing past. Mm. And it's, and it's not like, okay, some movies they do it. You have a little uh, flashback. You have to do it. This literally did it with every character just yeah. to get, to get more, to, to feel more, to learn more about the character instead of just jumping in, doing an origin story. So I feel like it was completely, years. I, I feel like it was completely rushed for sure. Um, visuals. On this film, the the visual effects, awesome. I mm -hmm. think I think the um, the way that they did the gold um, particles and stuff, really good. Fit in really well, um, especially Angelina Jolie's all her weapons that she did, awesome. Um, what was the guy's name that did all the tech? Uh, 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 yeah. Um, just, just the 3D uh, CG of that and everything. The thing I did not like was the actual CG of um, what's his name, Arish, Aramish, Arish, Arisham, Arisham, Arisham. Opening scene, all opening scene looked horrible. It it did not fit in the scene. It looked so cartoonish. It did not fit. Um, lighting, color, everything was completely off. 
and then when you first saw the deviants in the opening scene from the fisherman when he comes out of the water, right. just looked horrible. Like the rest of the movie, uh, th- like once they got past the London scene and everything, looked they looked really good. The de- like even even uh, Aramish up in the air, up in space and everything, the right. space scene looked awesome. It's just the opening scene on both of those characters, and it made me feel like those were shot last and they were running out of time, so they just mm. hurried and rushed and cookie-cutted from all the other ones and put those CG together to make it to make it work. So I was not very happy with the way that they made those fit in. Um, I feel like the movie could have been 30 minutes long with with what they were trying to, like, if they did an origin, actual origin story, that could have been a full movie, but this movie, best part of the movie was the last thirty minutes in the fight scene, hands down. The only part of the movie that made my eyes open up and be like, "Oh my gosh, this is awesome!" Just the way that they did the CG and the fight and like everything interacting, the cinematography, the way that the camera was going around. Um, Mario awesome. was badass. Yes. So th- that, with all that, I'm not on the critic side. It's not a forty-one percent, but I, I would give it probably like a sixty-five seventy. It was mm. definitely not my favorite Marvel movie. Um, it's been so long since I've seen other like older Marvel movies. I can't say it's the worst. I I think well, it's better than Iron Man Three. See, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think I think there was more of a story in Iron Man Three than. In in this Eternals, it just felt like like you said like there's too much going on like there's too much trying to get everybody's origin story in there before they moved forward with the film. But then I f- I feel like that would have been better for the film if they would have put everybody's origin story first and then jumped into it. But they they kept flashing back, so I feel like right. I don't know. I feel like there's a disconnect there. Um, so I don't know if anybody else caught this. And I'm 100% sure it happened. And I will watch it again to find out. But I've looked everywhere. It's not a, it's not a goof on any of the sites talking about mistakes. But when uh, uh, Cersei first talks with um, Icarus when they're at that window, and he says, I'm Icarus, she says, I'm sassy. Clear as day. Says, I'm sassy. Because I even laughed, and I'm like, Ooh, she's sassy. And the person behind me in the theater was even laughing about, ooh, she's sassy. So she says, I'm sassy. She doesn't say Cersei. She has that accent. I'm sassy. (laughs) No. (laughs) Sassy. No, she says Cersei. No. No, I'm I'm going to watch it again just to see because Uh, I I, I heard sassy because I thought it was hysterical. Um, <laughs> so I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, she's like, I'm sassy. Uh, I kudos to uh, Disney. Didn't know that it was uh, that kind of film. Yeah, little dude. little love scene in there. Oh I'm yeah, proud of them. And I feel like it was important because we needed to know that these beings felt like they were human. You know what I mean? They're not just like we're doing whatever we think like Mm -hmm. that, knowing that they can love and and, you know, have that kind of affection, even if it's just with another eternal. I 
Oh, and yeah. they didn't know, you know what I mean? Or they didn't know what they really were. Yeah. So I th- I think it was important that that scene was in there. Oh, yeah. And I think this, uh, I read that this is the first PG film, PG-13 film for sexual conduct since Incredible Hulk. Mm. Which I don't remember... Yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember there being anything sexual. In the I, I don't know because it, yeah, the first yeah one. once once his heart starts beating a certain level, he turns into Hulk. So you don't uh, you don't <laughs> yeah, want to see me when I'm uh, you know. <laughs> Did anyone else um, take the moment to appreciate the the Game of Thrones moment between uh, Icarus and Harrington? Yeah, yeah, dude. He's I mean, I didn't stuff. because I didn't. I've never seen an episode of that either. But I knew that they were both in that show. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Kit Harrington, holy crap! Um, we don't talk about that on here. We're not going to spoil any of that. We do spoilers, but we don't spoil that. Um, yeah, because I was sitting there thinking, uh, why would you have Kit Harrington on that small of a role? Like, why would you pay that budget yeah. for? So we find out why he's in there. And another thing, critics were talking about is why. Um, why, they were like, why was Angelina Jolie not the main character? Such a high budget uh, actress, Actors. and she should. They're like, they, she should have played the main character. Which I don't think. I don't see. I don't think I could see her as Ajax. Doubled their budget to keep her with that much screen time. Well, they actually came to her um, when they came to her for the scene. She thought it was a cameo. It was a small role. Then when she got the script and everything, she was shocked on how big her role was in that film. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's They're cool like, nah, to girl, see her we in want there. You. Yeah, we we we, we want, want you in be, there. Like we want you in the movie for. And I like we talked about earlier, man. Her character was awesome. Her character yeah. was awesome, even in her, you know, mental uh, bat, mad, you know, battles. Mad cow disease. It, she lowered yeah. off the hell out of that hole. Just saying. <laughs> She had mad cow disease, right? I mean, that's not what it's called, but (laughs) I think she she nailed it, man. She nailed it to to the way she kind of was disassociating and just very distant after that, Mm -hmm. you know, to them until you know until they she kind of learns their real the real purpose and she realizes, oh, I'm not crazy. This is real, and uh, I think it only happened to her like one other time after that. Yeah, after. Yeah, which um, it was cool, man. I I really liked her in the movie more than I thought I was going to. I thought she was just in there to be. Yep. You know, that's what I, I thought. I thought, thought she was going to die. I, I really thought she was going to die yep. when they when they were talking about wiping her mind. Yes, I thought that I, I thought was that like, was the end of it. I thought I was like, okay, no more Angelina. Um, you have any Badger? You have any uh, Easter eggs? Dude, Easter they're kind of there? lacking. They're kind of lacking right now. I've got a few. Hold on, let me see. I've got uh, so one that I really, really like is, uh, and I mentioned her earlier, Lauren Ridloff. She is a deaf actress, and they casted her. It was very, very on purpose that they casted her to play. Um, what is her name? Macari. Yep. Um, I guess the internet's losing their mind over De- uh, Macari and Druig. Like those are the two that they. Yeah really liked like they were the most like you know likable other than sprite i would say they were just really easy to like macari and druig um because druig think, was like 
he, he was like, dude, at whatever cost, I want to stop this. Oh, yeah. You know, he was willing to, like, take over people's minds and, like, stop them doing everything, which is, like, again, kind of borderlining, you know, what's a villain and what's a hero. Kind yeah. of like how Icarus, like Josh said, the Icarus, you know, does heavily. And you can definitely see that. You could tell Fright Strip from the beginning that Icarus smelled. Oh, I was oh like, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. This guy looks like he got a little, you know. There's a little darkness in your eye there, you know what I mean? Um, but so one Easter egg, we can't talk about one Easter egg, you know, the one Easter egg that I literally, my buddy was behind me in the theater and um, he came up to me and he was like, are you ready for blank? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, that's who that was. And I was like, what? And yeah, so I had no clue. Um, I did like that they mentioned uh, uh, Th- Thor being a young man. And coming to Earth and, like, you know, that they kind of uh, had a relationship with Loki and Thor. Um, also, the Eternals were in the fight to, against when Odin brought the fight to Laufey. I can't remember the name of the battle. It's in here somewhere. But th- they were – that the Eternals were present at that time too. So, like, the Eternals and, and the Asgardians, they've known oh, yeah. each other for a long time, you know, which I thought was cool. Um um the uh what else is there not not really man it's really lacking like i i didn't i didn't find ones that i thought were good enough and obviously one i can't talk about um one one is and i of course had to look this up but isaac and sylvia whenever festus whenever um when icarus and cersei come to see him and he introduces them as different names, Isaac and Sylvia. Those are the names that they go by in the comics. So oh, that's cool. That was, yeah, that was uh, one. Um, that's really it, man. That's that's really it. Uh, nope, I can't talk about that. Um, yep, that's it. Well, that's it. I have some fun facts about this film. One that I found super interesting. I don't know if anybody else will, because I'm on a different level of thinking how about films. But according to um, is it Kamal, Kamal, Kamal the 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 actor the main uh, the Indian Ringo? or uh, not Ringo Kali, Ringo what the heck Ringo. Did I say? Kingo Kingro yeah uh, he according to him Chloe used practical effects for the film majority of the film and did not use a lot of green screen which. I thought was awesome because there was some really cool stuff in there and I don't know what parts because I didn't look into it to expand upon it, but I don't know what parts were green screen, what parts were not. Um, But I thought it was cool to see that they didn't use a lot of green screen, which uh, also sucks for the visual effects artists to have to rotoscope anything that they needed to rotoscope. Um, So apparently in this film, uh, Ajax is the leader of the Eternals. When in the comics, it's actually Zeros that's the leader of the Eternals. And they did the reason that they switched it is because apparently uh, Zeros was confused from the Greek god Zeus, and Zeus is going to be appearing in Thor: Love and Thunder, mm. so they removed him from this film. Okay. So. So there's a little fun fact I didn't know because I don't I didn't know anything about the Eternals, but I thought it was cool to mention. They were like the public's too dumb and might get tricked. Yeah, we're gonna change yeah. that. <laughs> um, 
So the we talked about the Makari, um, the deaf actress Lauren. Mm-hmm. Um, she is the first MCU deaf superhero ever, which was really cool. So we're expanding awesome. on that. Um, Angelina Jolie signed up to play Thena because of her desire to support Chloe, to support her vision, and uh, Marvel Studios committed to expand the way audiences see superheroes nowadays. Mm -hmm. So they were using her to try to get more, which I think they said the same thing about Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow. Or uh, Florence that played Black Widow's sister. They were mm-hmm. they were saying something about that. Um, I didn't feel it, like any character was like mad sexualized in this for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like Black Widow wasn't uh, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't get that from this movie at all. No, not at all. Um, twenty six film in the uh, MCU. Twenty six films already. <laughs> And then this is another one that I think is super interesting. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but the film um, was partly shot on 16 millimeter ectochrome film, actual film, not digital. Oh crap! So to get the to get the look and feel that they were going for was shot on there. So I thought that was super awesome. Um, yeah. So I th- I think we've got. Uh, Definitely go see it. You gotta go see it for sure. I mean, no reason not to, because it is a Marvel movie. Um, it doesn't explain much. I was looking at the, uh, I was reading things before I went to see it to see if there's anything that you should watch before, and it said that you should watch the Guardians, the first one. So I watched it because they say the, that's the first time that they actually talk about it. I watched it, and it literally is only because the planet nowhere. Is a, is celestial, a celestial tag. Head. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I didn't really take anything from that. So no, I, my opinion, there's nothing you can watch that explains this movie at all. How about you guys? You guys, anything that would help these people that are want to go see this understand this film? Uh, no. I, I mean, honestly, uh, I mean... In uh, Guardians 2, you know, they say, I believe it was Guardians 2, they said Ego was a celestial, but yeah, that didn't make sense. He's a different, he's a different type of celestial, if so, you know what I mean? He's yeah. not like Hiroshim. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, all right, so that's one of the things that really kind of got me. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, and I mean, the one thing that really got me was that Arisham created the Eternals, but in the comics, all the Eternals are, are, I mean, the Celestials, in fact, created them, but they were created for human stock through experimentation. Right, that's that's why the, the um, other ones went bad, right? They were just bad experiments. Well, oh, the Deviants? Deviants yeah, the Deviants, yes. the Deviants were actually another experiment by other Celestial, by a different Celestial, and if you've uh, if anyone reads the comics, you know that Thanos the Mad Titan is a eternal deviant. Is he really? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, he is. He uh he was actually an eternal from the uh Moon Titan, uh Jupiter's Moon Titan. 
Uh, he was born to eternal parents, but he had a deviant strain in him. That's why he looks different than all the other Eternals. Mm. And yeah, there's and there's a lot Star of things. There's yeah, yeah. and it, it's I guess that's where I'm kind of like you know the story doesn't really mesh for me, just because if you take out ego it does. But you're right, I feel you. Yeah, so I mean and. Yeah, the Celestials are all there. Like, I mean, even in comics, Null, or Null, the uh, god of the symbiotes, he actually uses the Celestial's head as a, I guess, armory forge. So, you know, seeing a Celestial head as nowhere, that's that makes perfect sense. Because yeah. Null uses the Celestial's head as kind of a base of operations, too. So, <laughs> but yeah, just the whole Eternal Deviant thing, you know, Erisham saying he created both both species to yeah. serve the same purpose essentially. Yeah, and it doesn't mesh, you know, as yeah. far as the comics go, because it was a different celestial that created the DB. Right, but then, like you said at the beginning, you've got to let go of your knowledge of the comics for <laughs> yeah, you know. You know you're, Otherwise, you you just can't enjoy the movies because right. there's so much, you know. Mm-hmm. You just you spend the whole time, especially in this one. I'm glad I don't know anything about it because. I'd probably spend the whole time picking it apart. Honestly, I felt like, you know, besides the few minutes in which they actually talk about the Avengers storyline, if they hadn't mentioned it at all, there would be nothing tying one to the other. No. That's yeah. How, that's yeah. how different of a film it is and how unlike a Marvel film it feels. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I, I really can't compare it to anything else in, you know, Marvel's movie lineup because it just feels that different. And again, if they didn't mention anything about the finger snap and Thanos and all that, I mean, you got nothing. It's a completely separate movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm actually wondering how they're going to tie the Eternals in with the rest of the Marvel Universe. I mean, yeah, they made those references to the Avengers Endgame and all that, but, the, you uh, know, what, uh, in the new phase, how are they going to Bring them all in. The option I, I know they, like Galactus. They're probably going to say like, you know, they're probably going to say Galactus is a celestial and move it in that way. Yep. But can they even do that? Since you know, Fox used that Galactus in uh, Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. Well, Disney, yeah, you know, big shark, bi- Disney big fish Fox. Yeah, Disney owns. Oh, that, that that went through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, last year. Yeah, that's why, it, that's year why it's Fox Studio now. It's not twenty first. Mm-hmm. It's not Fox or twenty first century Fox. It's yeah, twenty twenty well. first studios. But then you know this is gonna make me wonder: How are they gonna bring in? Are they even gonna bring in the Fantastic Four? Oh yeah, they're working on a new movie. Or that that was actually one of the movies in lineup. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's in one people, of the, it's one of the lineup. Blade. People are already saying, "Yep, Phase Five is better than Phase Four already." Oh. Because of this Eternals movie, I think that we got Quantum Mania. Wait, is Quantum Mania in four, five? I, I think it's I'll four. Think. It's in four. Did you guys hear? Did you guys hear who is going to be uh, playing? Um, so there's two things. There's uh, uh, Bill Murray is apparently in Quantum Mania. Yep. And Jim Carrey is Carrey. apparently yep. playing some Murdoch. famous Captain Modok. That's right. Modok. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jim Carrey is apparently playing Modoc. Yep. And uh and Bill Murray, he I did I don't I didn't see anything about his role, but apparently he's in Quantumania. 
I don't know how I feel about Jim Carrey playing uh, Modoc. I think they should have left it with Patton Oswalt based on his, uh, his... The show? The show yeah. on Hulu? I think yeah. that would be a better fit. Speaking of Patton Oswalt, he's in The Eternals. Can't talk about yeah. it, though. We can't talk about it, though. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, hold up. What, I was like, I, was like I heard saying? that. I heard that voice, know, and I'm dude. like... I'm like, I who is this? Wait a minute. As soon, I knew as soon as I, I was like, oh my gosh, it's. But anyway, yeah, that's a but red tape, red tape. Yep, red tape. yep. We got, we can't, we can't go there. We gotta stay away from that. Uh, right, but we will let you guys know that uh, if you're going to see this film, there are two cutscenes. So stay for it. There are two uh, pre-credits and after-credits. So definitely oh, dude, go check so those bad. out. I had to pee so bad. I was like, why are they freaking doing this, dude? One is at the very end. So, so oh, yeah. yeah, if you have to pee, just go while the credits are rolling and come yep, right yep, back. Yep, yep, yep. Plenty yeah. of time, unless you're a slow peer. I don't know. I don't, some people yeah, I don't know some what people drip. you go to. Yep. <laughs> so, what is Quantuminium? Or... Quantumania is yep. the next Ant-Man and Wasp movie, mm-hmm. where they're going to be really exploring okay. the quantum realm. Which in that alone, like Bill Murray could be anybody. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He could, oh, be, yeah. he could be an alien. He could be a different time. You know, who knows, dude? Quantumania and the next several movies are going to be like super messing with our minds, dude. Except Morbius, which I know y'all are excited for Morbius. And oh, yeah. I mean, oh, that new trailer? That, that new trailer, I was, which I actually saw it a few days ago, but seeing it again in the theater, golly, dude. It reveals that they're going to tie it into the Spider-Verse just by him saying, I'm Venom. No, not even yeah. that. The, the, did you guys see the see poster him? when he's walking down the street? Yeah, it says the Spider-Man. It shows, no, the Spider-Man says, poster. Yeah, it's a Spider-Man, yeah. and someone yep. spray-painted the word yep. murderer over yep. it. So they're they're with that venom line and that dude and then of yeah. course of course we knew that uh, the Falcon was gonna be in it so Michael uh, Keaton coming the, back or uh, mean, uh, not Falcon Vulture uh, Vulture uh, yeah bringing bringing him back which is which is cool oh Michael Speaking Keaton's of, gonna be in it yeah he, he's oh, a, well, dude all right I, trailer we see I, Morbius <laughs> run into him and he's like hey Doc long time no see yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't get the watch that trailer because they forgot to put cheese in my uh pretzel bites so oh, i had to yeah, go back sure. out he went back yeah. out. he went back out um the speaking of michael keaton trailer. though speaking of michael yeah, keaton yeah. though he's gonna be I didn't even get to see that one damn it he's gonna be in well, the new uh the new the new bat or flash movie new flash movie right coming back is Which... have you seen the photos and stuff of him and his his uh, seen the photos Mm-mm. but i did see the flash little like teaser or whatever and he's like one version of him there's like two flashes and one version of him is wearing an old bat suit that is spray painted red and yellow yep and it's michael keaton's batman suit it people are it's, so crazy with trailers dude like stopping them and like analyzing every scene. oh yeah, yeah and i just can't help myself it's like a little trailer pops up on my facebook feed and i'm like ooh, you know <laughs> like I, I i can't help myself uh, real quick, we're going to take this time to thank the Patreon members. And those Patreon members are Vicky and David Ingblum, Dustin Clark, Bobby Saravanera, Angela Marie, Little Thrusty, Danny Galwin, Carl Robbins, and Dylan Painter. 
Appreciate everybody and all your support. We are getting back into it. Twenty. We have big plans for 2022. So if you guys want to definitely go check out the benefits that we have on our Patreon account, link in the description. Go check it out. So uh, I think we're we're getting we're getting off topic, even though we were we were kind of getting off topic. Um, Taking this train off the rails. Let's go. What, seamless. What is a movie that you're excited to see? Double O Badger. What are you excited for? Give it to me. Spider Man No Way Home. Next. I <laughs> 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 really am, dude. It comes out, dude, and like Disney has for the last several years released a movie on or the day before my birthday. And so I get to celebrate 31 seeing this movie. I thought they pushed dude. it back. You better, you better quit it. No, I'm. Movie. I thought they pushed it no, back they until January or February. Mm-mm. Okay. No, they, All right. They, I, it's not as far as I know. I, I don't know. I didn't hear. I heard that they're pushed. They pushed, um, Doctor Strange back and every other movie after that. But I didn't hear anything. I don't know. Is this true? Did you guys hear anything, Danny or Josh? Uh, I have not. No, I. I no. I'm actually looking right now. Please uh, do, because he's got me kind of nervous. Well, <laughs> I just saw earlier that it it come it comes out in 40 days, which I mean is the December 17th date that it's supposed to. Yeah. But I also heard something about them pushing it back. Yeah, I uh, I did hear about um, uh, Doctor Strange being pushed back, and pretty much like, and also they took away two movies off their lineup altogether, and I don't remember which they ones they were, but. They took two movies off of their, off of their uh, lineup. Uh, I'm still seeing December seventeenth as the release date. Okay. I don't Absolutely. see anything uh, saying otherwise for pushback or anything. What do you guys that... think about uh, Adam Warlock being in Galaxy Guardian Galaxy Three? Oh, the kid that they picked. I, I thought I thought he was a weird little nerdy kid, and then I looked yeah. up what he looks up now, and I was like. Holy yeah. crap! No wonder he, you're Adam Warlock. You look perfect. Yep, he went to you? the gym. He went to the it's gym for it. From, it's that kid from freaking uh, uh, Meet the Robertsons. The the kid the the meme. Y'all are getting paid. It's him. Yep. Really? Yes. Uh, Will Poulter. Yep. He he did a huge transformation. They have a. They just released a, um, an artwork. Of him dressed up as Adam Warlock, dude. It's gonna be. I think. Uh, I think it's gonna be good. Yeah. It was yeah. weird seeing, like you said. It was weird when they first announced it. It's like, uh, okay. I mean, that's another character I don't know a lot about, Adam Warlock. But uh, he's, uh, honestly, in the comics, he's way different. He actually has a. He has the Soul Stone. Yep, like in, in his, his forehead. In his forehead, right. Yep. And he is so this is gonna be a different like it's gonna be one of those like Danny, we gotta get let let go of our yeah. comic knowledge. Literally toss it and just get and just let James Gunn feed our eyeballs, you know? Are they yeah. are they not doing that? Because in this artwork he's got the stone in his head. Yeah, I mean I see I'm looking at the same artwork you are, but I mean yep. Well, here's the thing. Could. In well, in the comics the gar- each guardian has one of the infinity stone in the comic right and uh 
at the end of the first Infinity War in the comic, it was the Living Tribunal who said that the stones will never be brought together to form the Infinity Gauntlet again. Again, right. And then yeah. they did another Infinity War, and uh, basically they got the Living Tribunal to change his verdict so that they could bring them together to stop uh, Adam Warlock's dark side from using uh, the... Remember what it was he was using? It was uh, the box. Basically, it looked like the Tesseract, but it wasn't the Tesseract. But uh, yeah, they were trying to stop him. And yeah, so there's going to be a big... I mean, I, I totally have to not even think about anything from the Infinity in the comics. Otherwise, I'm just going to be like, really? We have. Well, that's, the, what, that's what we're supposed to do. That's we're where we're at. On top, on top. We're off the we, we've we fallen off the rail. I think should have played um, actors that I feel like should have played Adam Warlock. Um, I know, James, you haven't seen anything from uh, Game of Thrones, but anyone who else has, you know who Jamie Lannister is. Uh, yeah. For, yeah. There you go. I feel like he would have made it. I mean, just based on his look from Game of Thrones, his facial, his mm -hmm. facial would have been perfect to play Adam Warlock. Because I agree, versus Adam Warlock in the comics or in the animations and all that, he has that look. Yes, no, More. you're one hundred percent. I just pulled up a Google image of him in the comics for the one where he has the the Infinity Gauntlet, and yeah, it's like that's perfect. You're exactly. I don't know that actor's name, but. Yeah, but you're spot on with that, Josh. Dog, something like that. <laughs> yeah, sounds right. No, you're spot on with that. I mean, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, well, uh, that was just my thought on it. When, when when we were given thoughts of that, I was like, man, I really wish they could have gone with this guy. He actually looks like the character. Right, yeah, he does. Yeah, it's not very often to that they actually go with who they uh, should have. Mm -hmm. And maybe they wanted a younger because the way that the um, – Oh, who are those people? The um, the people that are making him in the movie, the one that the Guardians pissed off into. I want to say the Kree, but I don't know what that's. No, it's not the Kree. It's um, um. Oh my gosh. Okay, Guardians <laughs> to um. Oh, that's gonna kill me whenever I see their names, dude. <laughs> We're gonna have to watch Guardians two and come back to this. <laughs> Nova Corp. No, 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 that's that's on that's on. Um, that was the first one. Yeah, I don't think I know. they and they need to make a Nova movie. Yeah, right. See, he that kid would be a good Nova because Nova's like a younger dude. Exactly. Uh, yeah. See, what's <laughs> we need to call him? Let's call him. I mean, yeah. uh, I've got casting. Just saying. Yeah, I mean they're usually really good, but you know. And maybe there's reasons why that we don't know. The so, sovereign, the sovereign. sovereign. Yes, that's killing me, dude. Yeah, that's the people. Uh, High priestess Aisha, she gets super pissed, and then she's like, you know, they're like, hey, uh, the leaders are on the phone to talk to you. We're in trouble, and she's like, I've made this creation. We'll call him Adam, and that's the last we see is his is his coffin or is his his birthing chamber. So I'm gonna ask you guys a question about this. And I want, I, want, I want you to tell me what you think. So I've been waiting for a long time, and I hope they do it. Um, talking about making a live Thundercats, live-action Thundercats movie. 
Now, somebody just released, I saw earlier today, their picks, because we're talking about picks for movies, their uh-huh. picks for the characters in this. So, first, we have Jason Momoa as Lionel. Wrong. Done. Get oh, yeah. Next. No. Yeah, yeah for sure. No. But I remember a few years ago, uh, I, I say a few years ago, but like 10 years ago when they first talked about making this movie, they wanted Matthew McConaughey as Lionel. Mm. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's a little better pick. Um, Panthro, they're talking about I, Idris Alba. Oh, okay. Idris Alba? Yeah, yeah Idris Alba. Yeah. Yeah, I can dig that. Tigra, Sebastian Stan, Winter Soldier. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. 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 I can see that. Um, Chi- Chitara. Chitara. Who? Who? Florence Pooh. Or Poe. Yeah, Pooh, Poe. Uh, Black Widow's sister. Ah. Oh, uh, Who? Uh, Black Widow's no. sister in the movie Black I Widow. I actually don't like that. I haven't seen the Black Widow movie, so I can't say either way. Mum. Mumra. Mumra. Uh-huh. Javier Bardem. I don't know who that is. Uh, no Country for Old Men, the bad guy, the one that looks like uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> Slith or Sleeth? Sleeth? Slith? Slyth? I don't know. Uh, Is that a bad uh, one of the bad people? Yeah, the little green guy. Oh, uh, okay, a- yeah. Andy Andy Circus. Okay, yeah, of course. Uh, okay. Like I mean <laughs> that. I mean he does really well. Uh, Jackal Jackalman, and then Jaga, Morgan Freeman. And then Snarf, Jack Black. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, a couple in there would work really well. But, um, yeah, yeah, there's some, there's some changes. I mean, dude, I remember when I was, when I was younger, um, before X-Men were even done, dude, like three years before X-Men, the first X-Men movie was ever done, uh-huh. I casted all the characters, which, I mean, I'm old, so... I had Jean Claude Van Damme as Cyclops. I had Jackie Chan as Nightcrawler. <laughs> um, I mean, I had I had the whole cast. Oh, it was, really it was English. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I I know about I know a little little thing or two about casting some uh, major stars. <laughs> <in> some <movies. laughs> um, what you were what? Fifteen. <laughs> yep, 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 yeah. 15. Yep. <laughs> if, we were, if we were casting with 90s characters, we'd probably have like Kevin Sorbo for uh, Adam. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I or love Kevin seeing Sorbo those. for uh, Colossus since or, he played Hercules. Or Thor. Yeah. Or, or not Thor, uh, Thanos. Dolph Lundgren is Colossus. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, get your Sylvester Stallones in there, your Steven Seagal's, oh, all those iconic action heroes growing up. For sure. Um, yeah. Any any other exciting news anybody wants to talk about? Uh, oh, you were asking about movies that I'm looking forward to. Uh, you got the new Matrix that comes out on December 22nd. You know, bingo. Mm-hmm. Apparently, all of John Wick storyline was just another story in the Matrix, and that's why you see Neo with a beard in the next chapter. That'd be that'd be crazy funny. That'd be crazy funny. Oh, my oh, God. What movie the was that? The dog was never real. The dog was never real, Neo. <laughs> there is no dog. 
There is no dog. And I think, uh, oh, the same release date, we're also going to get the new Kingsman. I don't know if you guys uh, gave any real attention to the new Kingsman trailer. Yes. Uh, I thought that looked awesome. I mean, I'm definitely going to do a double header on the 22nd one, too. And mm. catch-, catch them both. Um, I'm... I'm excited about that one. That looks interesting. Uh, I I liked the very first one. I wasn't a fan of the one with Chan Tatum or whatever. Yeah, the second one. The se- was it the second one? I didn't know if it was yeah. second or third. Yeah, I don't know how many the they have. One. But I like that uh, kid that played in the first one. He's a really I good actor. They're both okay, but the first one is definitely better. He, uh, I believe this new one is a prequel because it looks. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah I thought it... I thought the young character was Colin Firth's character, but we. We determined that's a lie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that did not work out. You you excited about John Wick then? If you're excited about the Matrix, because literally he just Where? went from one side over to the other and started filming. It's called John Wick Reloaded, right? Yeah. Same. <laughs> <laughs> same suit. Same like everything. Like he's he literally looked like he walked straight off the John Wick set because they were filming. The next yeah. He's like, we need you real sweaty and gross looking. Just come right on over. He's like, okay. Listen, right now we're all joking, but think about it. In film theory, if that shit happened, I think the internet would just crash. Boom. Exactly. Yeah. Like, mind oh, yeah. blown. The dog wasn't real, and that's what wakes him up, and he goes back into the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josh, you're going to be getting a phone call from uh, the producers yeah. and everything. You just ruined their movie. <laughs> You, you ruined guys, the plot twist. Yep, you guys are all you guys are <laughs> all gonna get in trouble. The, the phone next to you is about to ring. Answer. Yep. <laughs> you, better, you better pick the you better pick the blue pill. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna call it there. That is the time that we have today. Uh, appreciate everybody stopping in. Appreciate these great guests that we have on the episode today. First time having four in a long time. We used to only run four, but now um, we're, we we got back into it. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, definitely send us an email. We're all digital, so definitely uh, we can we can make it work. We're not all in the same room. So, Double uh, O Badger, plug away, sir. Come see me over on Twitch this week. I think we're going to do a full week of Twitch. Um, I'm having a lot of fun on Twitch. I've got uh, a lot of the ways that the viewers can um, pretty much mess with me. That's what it boils down to. Um, but, uh, yeah, come check me over on Twitch, double O Badger underscore. Uh, do a lot of discussions about whatever you want during the stream. Yeah, right. Badger, do you play Rogue Company? I do. Yeah, that's that's how we first met. Yeah. Well, so that means the three of us definitely have to get on and see if Danny I love play. it. Dude, let's yeah, let's do it. New season starts Tuesday. There we go. Uh, yeah, I'll stream. Yeah, I'll stream it Tuesday night. Anyway, Dan- Danny, plug away, sir. Well, when I do stream, you can find me at the Gowie Gaming on Facebook. Um, might start doing Gowie Gaming on Twitch. Uh, stay tuned for do that. It. Do it. And uh, <laughs> hopefully, if I do. Um, 
I'm going to be doing some studying up to try to get a couple more endorsements on my license to hopefully find something where I can be home every night and hopefully have weekends off. And that would increase my uh, chances of being a streamer and also helping out in Filmcore Digital. Yes. Get him, get him home. I'm trying to get Josh to be more involved too. I'm trying to get Double uh, O to move over here. I'm not moving to Florida. <laughs> I'm not moving to Florida. Um, I don't always stream, but when I do, it's probably going to be up on one of these guys' channels. All right. You you know, that's what we do. We support here. Um, speaking of Twitch, um, I just created a Filmcore Digital Twitch because I'm thinking about doing some live streaming on there, not video games, but doing movie stuff, my editing and creating cool stuff like that. Um, Tons of effects. Doing some effects and stuff. Maybe, maybe uh, when we sit and collab about some movies and we're writing scripts, we get on there and have uh, the chat chime in and what they think about the uh, the scripts and stuff. That's how we give away ideas. <laughs> yep, that's, that's how we do it. Um, but of course, you can check out Filmcore Digital on YouTube, main platform, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, the 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 old TikTok thing. Um, we're on there, so definitely check us out. And again, I appreciate you guys being on the show, and we will catch you in the next one. See you guys. Thanks. Fun.